Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today, we have a free content and cash plus preview episode just to show you how we get down. Don't forget, you can subscribe to Content and Cash on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. So I want to welcome everybody to the after hour real quick. We're going, while we still got uh we got we got Ricky on the line to kind of ask some questions and chop it up. And if you guys have some sports photography questions. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, you know, I would say definitely jump in. You're listening to Content and Cash Plus, a Flash Film Academy podcast. This podcast is for contenders, not pretenders. This is where creatives learn what it takes to dominate the industry with your host, Ty Turner. Real quick, while we give people time to come into the room, um, like, what's the overall goal for HBCU Sports Wire? Like, what do you have in mind? Like, what's what's you know, where do you want to take it? Well, I'm I'm hoping that I can take it to Getty Image. Getty Images is the standard for uh, stock photography websites, basically. So that's what I'm trying to do. Trying to get it to a point to where you know we are the we are who everybody goes to when they need a HBCU sports image. We're trying to be that. That's who we're trying to be. And how did you come up with the uh, like the the logo and the design idea of it? the look the look I guess of of your brand? Um, the logo um, I got it done at um, the I can't think I think it's I, it's something that you had put me onto years ago where you pay an amount of money and oh. a bunch of designers design it. Yep, ninety nine designs. And so basically, that's what I did, and I just picked the one I liked, and and I know I wanted to go with like a badge type look logo, so. That that's basically what I did. I had a bunch of designers design something. And I picked what I liked. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. I I like them. Uh, it's just I've always gotten good logos when I did it that way instead of paying one person. At least you know what I'm saying you get to disqualify yeah. people who try right. to feed you you know some clip art that they found. And it's funny because man, they they tried to feed me some clip art, and everybody who got the word flash and they logo, I see them. They like they fell for that clip art. Like it's a few people I see. That's Flash, whatever. And they got the same logo they tried to feed me. And I was like, nah, bro. That's not going to happen. I'm going to put you up on. I got a guy for you that creates custom uh, video intros. Remind me uh, later offline to put you up on him. Okay. Because, I yeah. Especially I'm for like uh, like your shorts. Just something quick to come on. It's just. Yeah. Dude's, dude's dope. He's working on something. Uh, he's working on something serious for me. And uh, we'll, we'll get into that a little later. Uh, but um, I'll let if, if there's some gold members, if a few of them still popping in, if they got questions, you know, feel free to jump in and and ask questions. Um, I'm trying to see what else. Uh, what other what what's some other good questions about, you know, 
what was it like being that close to Coach Prime? Um, for me, I mean, it's it's everything. That's my favorite person. I mean, if you know, you know, all my businesses have Prime in the name, except for the HBCU Sports Wire. So yeah, yeah. he's like basically my inspiration. That's my favorite player, you know, ever. So I've been following him since I was a teenager. So um, to be that close to him, you know, of course, yeah, you know, you got to show a little bit of tact, but um, it's just it's awesome to be able to work and be right there beside somebody who you who you admire from afar for so many years. What is your dream game to shoot if you, or dream team to shoot? I think I know the answer, but if you could shoot any team anywhere. Um, dream. I don't really have a dream team. I mean, I would say my, my team, the Buccaneers, I would like to shoot some images and have some stuff of them because I'm a fan. Um, but the, the, the events, um, the Super Bowl is one on my bucket, bucket list. Um, and the Olympics, Olympics is yeah. another one that's on my, on my bucket list. Those two for sure are up there. I went, I, I would like to, I mean, we, we talked about, we talked about the one when it said the one in Dubai, yep, yep. you know, trying to hit it, but yep. it's, it's still not out of the realm of the possibility. We'll see. I'm ready you now. Know, if, if, if I got, cause if I got some HBCU people running in the Olympics, all I, that, that there's my, that, that's how I can get in. So, yeah. you know, we, you know, stay tuned. Yeah, I'm definitely down for that. Definitely down for that. Um, I think it was another question I was going to ask when you said that. Um, I was, my answer was going to be Florida State. That's why I, I thought, you know what I'm saying, it was been like the dream team to shoot. Side yeah, that's, that's my team. That's my team as well. I, I couldn't hear you. What'd you say? Uh, this Craig, I, I was at, sorry. I, I wasn't interrupted. I'm driving. Forgive me. Uh, man, I graduated from North Carolina Central. I got to meet Dion once. That's oh, okay. Th- that's dope. Yeah, I was. I was gonna get yeah, I, I, we just had a photographer at North Carolina Central in that Campbell game. We had a photographer at that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's dope. I, it was uh, it, it's dope meeting people on the sidelines out here. That time we was going down, I was standing in the elevator and didn't even know who he's in there with. You know what I'm saying? We was in there with um, Roy Williams. Roy Williams, and we just sitting there chilling. Like this guy looks familiar, but and you like, man, you know who that is? I'm like, I think. And we ended up getting good pictures with him and everything. It's good times, good times. Um, yep, yep. What I was going to say, you know, when you talk about just the business side and monetizing things a little bit, um, you know, I think there's a lot of ways to go. Like, th- this is his venture, his business. He's investing and in growing this business with major upside, right? So it, just like with everything, it's going to require some investment, whether it's time, money, uh, you know what I'm saying, flight points, whatever. Um, but he's building a brand that is that that that's that has major upside. I mean, we're talking about something that, you know, Getty may come in and say, look, bro, we'll give you, you know, 200 million for your for your archive and what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? So I think that it's it's you know, I, I like that's always been my approach. I'm, I'm a pathfinder. I don't wait till people give me an opportunity. I go create my own opportunity. And that's just that's just how I roll. You know what I'm saying? Or just how we roll, really, because we've always been like that. Even in the right. military, we've been looking for ways to create our own path and do things using the resources that we have. So right. I always tell people, if you have a passion or if you love something, you know, you can still do what you got to do to make money. But make sure you create your own path and invest in that, uh, especially if it's if it's along the lines of content. What has right. been your, your biggest struggle with, with creating a brand? Well, with this, the, the biggest struggle is now with the HP Sportswire is just basically getting your name out there and, and letting people understand the business. Like people in that in that particular realm don't understand um, the editorial content, 
creation type business because they're just not, they just don't have the resources. They've never probably even looked to buy images for a story or anything like that. They just, they have some, the guys they have out there, they got an old guy who graduated from the school in 1967 and he looked like he has the same camera he bought in 67 and he's out there trying to shoot images. And you know when somebody really don't know what they're doing and you can look at them like, man, that stuff's going to look terrible. But again, that's all they had. That's all they had to really work with. So they had to kind of like deal with it. But um, so that's the challenge is getting your name out there. And once your name is out there, because the name is out there based on the because um, when I go to places, they're like, oh, man, I watch your stuff on, online and blah, blah, blah. So people know who we are. But the people who I need to know who we are, like the sports information directors and the athletic directors and the local newspapers and the local news. And those are the people that I need to know that need to know who I am. And that's when that's when the revenue will start coming in, because I just don't think they know it's there because um, they can't always travel or send a photographer on away games or certain games. But we may have those images in our archive and they can use them. So just just building that part up is definitely um, a challenge. But, you know, I'm up for it. Yeah, because once the once the once the uh, the faucet opens, it's just it's all day, every day. So and, and I want to kind of. I'm going to even kind of simplify it for those who, you know, we always talk about stock photography, right? Um, we always talk about selling the stock photography sites and the residual income. This gentleman is creating his own stock photography site in a place where only he has images for the media or anybody who wants to report on this historical event. So kind of think about how significant that is um, as to, and what he's offering. So, you know, he has kind of a, I don't want to even call it a monopoly, but it, you have the ability to create original content that you can't get from no other place that a lot of, a lot of news outlets are starting to use and need and, and, you know, and take advantage of. So to be first in is just, you know, it's great. Um, let's see. Okay. We're talking about got, got a few wins coming in. Okay. Hold them wins. We're gonna yeah, bring them. You can post them wins. You can. I, I like to hear that. So you know, I think it's important that you guys start to think. You know, we, again, this is something that's scratching the entrepreneurial side, the business side, getting that part of, you know, uh, your mind thinking, and getting it thinking with with the understanding of what you love to do. How do how can I make money from what I love to do? This is how. So, um, any other sports questions? Sports photography questions? I, I got a question. This is Craig. Sorry, I'm still driving. Oh no, you good? Go for it, right? Uh, so, so it is my and I mean my my experience and my little bitty my little bitty world, right? That um, we, for whatever reason, don't. I, I don't. We don't value. We rather spend our money on other things, even though you see that we. Uh, from a, a, a numbers perspective, from football and basketball, we are the majority, right? I, I, I just don't understand how it is we don't. I, I find generally that we don't want to spend money on on memories, on imagery, uh, on content. I think I don't know whose stuff that is. Uh, that okay, I think <laughs> I know what it is. So I, I think that the thing is this, and and because of that, we don't target the audience. Right. We're not doing B2C. We're doing more B2B. There are businesses that need to talk about the game. There's a lot of money in sports betting. There's a lot of money in apparel. There's a lot of money in 
news stations that want to cover events, like that is the target audience. And st- I mean, yeah, you can go on there and buy a picture of your cousin that plays for, you know, uh, Southern or something like that. Yeah, it's, that's cool. And that, and there's always an opportunity to make sales there, but that's not who the the who we're going after with, with this particular business model. You know, I mean, that, what if what if a company say, hey, you know, we, we want to create trading cards for for HBCU schools, but we don't have photographers. We're not there to capture images. They'll probably buy images from and your they, brand yep. and, and create it from there. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and like I said, you got to keep in mind, all it takes is one, two, three, four of these players to go NFL and be great. And now they're looking for old archive stuff from, from college, you know. Uh, you know, so it, and this is a, this is a, it's a it's long, the long game. game. Yep. It, yeah, when you're doing archival footage, archival images and things like that, you got to play the long game with it. Because mm-hmm. again, think about it. Like, if they're doing a story on Walter Payton that he, go, he went to Jackson State. They're going to go all, they got to go all Starting the way back. Starting walking directions to Jackson West State Image, you know what I mean? And whoever, I mean, those images are still like five and 600 bucks that they took in 85, you know what I mean? So somebody sitting somewhere, they took it with a black and white camera or some old yep. rebel. Long game. And, yep. the, and the money's just coming in, just coming in. So you start to build it. And if you build it, they will come in. I mean, you think about, you could probably sell a subscription service. You can sell individual pictures. You can do a lot of things once you have a lot of content. So that's the goal is to uh, build the brand and and invest the time and making sure that you can uh, just have a bucket of content and the content is fast and accurate. Um, And then, you know, you can make money off of it. A lot of companies do. Go for it, Crichton. All right. Uh, You know, just kind of jump on that uh, with with you all about talking about archival stuff. I had, I think it was Pac-10 called me probably about four or five years ago, trying to find footage of a player, which, uh, you know, he, he, he ended up on a highlight video uh, where his team played my high school. And I took the, the old VHS tape, digitized it, put it up on YouTube. And uh, this is the only footage that they've been able to find that's been digitized of it. And unfortunately, I didn't shoot the video, so I didn't own the copyright, but and, and it's on my personal YouTube, not on anything professional. But these guys were ready to drop money. And they're like, can you find anybody who I was like, dude, like these people, it, it, this, this was so long ago, they're, they're, they're the people who would know were probably already dead or in a nursing home. But the, um, the, uh, the other side of it, it wasn't even the player. They were looking for it because of the player's son, who was a college player at the time. That blew my mind. Yeah. So, 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 so when people start talking about archives, uh, you know, you, you know, it is a long game. And sometimes, I mean, you know, th- think about. I, I, I was eating dinner tonight, and they had a thing up about Archie Manning. You know, and and obviously, like right now, his boys, there's a lot more fresh footage of them. But the footage of Archie playing, you know, they probably had to go back to old film strips, uh, which I'm actually digitizing it for my own archive. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's crazy once you start looking at how, you know, this access creates a, um, it, it's not 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 just anybody can 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 get these shots that Ricky's uh, going after and making. 
and you know it, it i'm trying to think it, it's it's a uh, it, it, it's it's rare what what's being created and, and that rarity eventually if you're lucky will have the right level of value but that, that that there's my two cents i think it's dope because being being the fact that he's covering an area where it's getting very little coverage i mean you're not seeing espn at these games every day it's a gold mine right he he's in a lane of like there is no competition for him that much competition mm-hmm. for him well, um, I, what I, what I will say, and I don't want to hate to interrupt you, but what yeah. I will say is that it's it, the train is picking up fast. Yeah. They they just signed a deal with ESPN, so they 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 are on like the ESPN Plus and the ESPN Three, and it's just you know a matter of time before they're on two in the regular ESPN. But there are more people on the sidelines now shooting. The 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 problem is it's just it's not the quality, it's not the NFL quality that the people that I have in my in my network can provide. So that's the difference. Um, Jackson State might be one school that has a lot of coverage. They have redefined the way that you cover a football team. They have the number one social media out of every college, and that excludes Power Five. Their stuff is they just they, they just hit you with content after content after content, and they're just killing the game the way that they do it. And they you know why? Because they got young people doing it. His son is over the social media, and they they just record everything. They, there's nothing that they don't record. So they they're killing it. No college is doing what they're doing. But it's not going to be long before the other colleges just follow suit. But to, 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 you know, bring it all in, these schools don't have the line item to hire a photographer with the skills of an NFL photographer. They just don't have a line item. They just don't have the money. So a lot of times they have to rely on people who uh, they may have, you know, break them off a little money here and there, but rely on people whoever they can get. So um, that's why I said I'm trying to get in and I'm trying to hit it full speed ahead. So, you know, I'm, I'm first to the party. We're not the guys that's holding cameras like this on the sideline and don't know. Yeah, you know, you know, or just standing straight up. You know, standing straight up. Quick question you know, for you, Ricky. Spoke about the the old guy with the with the camera that that is uh being at HBCUs. Uh, one hundred. I took the one photography class, and it was my sophomore year at North Carolina Central. You know what? Old look like a pimp from Harlem Nights. <laughs> I can barely hear you. But I think your phone breaking up. But yeah, it's always. Craig, I think your your phone breaking. Oh, you said a teacher you had looked like a pimp from the Harlem Knights. <laughs> he, was yeah. old, he was old school. <laughs> he, <laughs> I'm trying to hear him. Uh, your phone breaking up. It's like I'm getting every other word. I'll wait for him to come back. What you was gonna say, Crichton? Um, all right. So, 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 Ricky, I'm curious. Uh, would you rather get money up front by shooting for the school, but for the university, or would you rather go in and uh, make sure that you own all the copyright? Uh, you know, clear, uh, clear all the way through. Um. Right now, I like it the way that I'm doing it. I like to own it at all. The schools just don't have the ability to pay me um, what I can produce. And, you know, I'd rather them just come to me and have to pay pay me to license the photos versus working for the actual um, team. Now, Jackson State is just, like I said, they're an anomaly. They have a lot of resources because of Coach Prime. Um, they have mm-hmm. a photo- team photographer. They got like 
50 videographers, 50, you know, so they have people in place, but most of these schools don't have anybody that never, number one can travel. And then the guys that they do have, they just, the stuff's just not good, good enough. So I, I, I rather, I, I wouldn't want to work for the actual team. It, it's mm-hmm. the same way, even in professional sports, you know, a lot of people look at the NFL and it's glamorous, but those guys don't get paid a lot of they money. Sure don't. Um, the guy that I was working under in DC, he might've been making 50 grand. So think about it in D.C., the cost of living, you know, and for what he had to do, it was I mean, he he can't he arrived at the stadium at six in the morning and he didn't leave to 10 and 11 at night. So it's it's just it's not what you as far as um, when we talk about the finance part, the financial part of it, it's not lucrative to be a team photographer for the NFL, MLB. None of them. It's not lucrative at all. A lot of people think it is, but they get you off of your your team pride. I told you, yeah. I told y'all about when I I interviewed for a position with the Dallas Cowboys, and they were like, "Are you a Cowboys fan?" I was like, "Nah, I'm here for the bread." They was like, "Oh," uh. and as I was walking through there, it was in the off season, and I mean, them folks were slaving, and you know how the, the look they gave me the look that, you know how when you go in a place and people can't tell you you shouldn't be there, but they giving you the look like this ain't what you want, bro. <laughs> Like everybody was like they was typing and they looked up like like run and I and they and they got me in there and tried to make me an offer and I was like you know what nah because they was like we need a producer they wanted me to produce content and I got there and found out they wanted me to write produce research film I'm like yo that ain't a producer I'm I'm here I'm here to point at stuff and make stuff that happen co- that cowboy gig yeah yeah, 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 yeah they yeah. just like well we're gonna give you this somehow I think and the gig was. It was like a hundred twenty thousand dollar gig. Yeah, I was like, that's, bro, y'all ain't about to. I'm thinking I'm gonna work during the on season, maybe lightly on the off season. Nah, they was like, this is year round. You get in at the crack, you leave. Now, y'all ain't about to work me like a like a player, and I ain't getting that check. So I was just like, mm-hmm. and they, when I was like, as I was backpedaling, they was like, aren't you a Cowboys fan? How about them boys? I was like, them boys ain't paying. I'm out. <laughs> so yep. I was yeah, you ain't getting me. I it's just it ain't my cause in Dallas, if you got that star associated with your name, boy, you royalty. They don't play in Dallas. If you got anything to do with the Cowboys, boy, you are that guy. Trust me. So but let me get to I got a few other questions as the hands has popped up. I think uh who was first between Nathan and Marcus? Nathan, you up. I don't know if you guys will be able to hear me through uh, loud and clear through this, but just a, a great avenue to like for uh, people that are really passionate about sports that my business partner did this and he absolutely killed it uh, this, this fall, but he, he hit like all the high schools and did it completely pro bono. Like the, the teams he, but he made it like he would post like a really great shot and then say like, which school should I, which, you know, which game should I hit this, this week and like leave it to the students. And the students were like hitting him up nonstop. It was improving his rankings and things and getting him in front of everyone's eyes. But then what he did is he flipped it and like was charging not a lot, like 300, 350 a pop, but to like for, for 30 minutes, get like some, you know, some portrait style shots of them in their sport. And he would hit one sport a day. Maybe he would hit their practice or something like that and build it like right after the practice. But uh, he just got done. I think he did two months straight, like September, October, 
And I, I was like, Hey, we need to meet about some stuff. He's like, all right, hit me up in November. Cause he was, he was about on, he averaged eight shoots a day, five days a week for two months at like three fifty a pop. Like he, he cleared, you know, fifty, sixty thousand dollars a month just in just in those two months. And he just that's all he did. It was like three hundred bucks, thirty minutes. You get your shots in three days, and these kids are using them for, you know, Instagram or senior portraits or whatever. But that was it, it sold like left and right. So that's like if you're in a if you're in like a granted, we've got like four large schools right in our vicinity. So it was really like he pitted schools against each other, like, uh, you know, who's going to win this match this weekend and like get people voting and getting all the, you know, his views were skyrocketing. Um, what area? Yeah, just using area that. Uh, so I'm right over the border in uh, in Wisconsin. So there's like uh, from from uh, Chicago. So uh, we're technically like Chicago suburbs, but we're not really. But. Um, but yeah, so there's like, I think three, three or four major schools that have about like graduating classes of like 500 to a thousand each year. So they're like big schools and they've got all like solid sports teams, but just finding sports teams in your area that, uh, that are, uh, really competitive maybe, or, you know, they're just operating at a high level. And then flipping it back on them and like letting them vote, like who's going to win the game, ask like, which game should I come to? And if he saw like a lot of people saying the same game, he's like, okay, this one's going to be hot this week, go out there, shoot it. And then just turned it to where like the, the parents were wanting to buy prints from the games or, you know, getting portraits. I mean, I, I personally, I can't, I'm like I'm I'm happy that you're passionate about it. I I'm not a sports guy, but he he loves it and he just I mean he was working 80 hour weeks for the past 2 months just like cuz he he was like I could either turn him away or just keep keep collecting and so he just collected doing nonstop for 2 months straight. He was doing what he loved. Yeah, I'm Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm down. That that sounds like that's a winner. Yeah, I I, I I'm that works for me. If I can do what I love and and make the money I want, why stop? I'm 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 going after it. That's what's up. Uh, who else we got? That got, that got a question, Marcus. What up? What's up? What's up? Uh, driving. All right. So, um, so you, Ricky, I think you got something major. Now, even with the stock photography, right? Is it's like popcorn. It's like free points. You know, free throw. Let me get one. Let me get two. Let me get uh-huh. three. And 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 that's just that's subscriptions. That's gas. That's those are better said layups. Like those are just easy buckets to get in because that's just going to be constant residual stuff. Because it's you're going to have licensing with those, and that allows you to oh you only get the license for a year. Um, then you have to come back and pay it again type notions and things. Uh, for me, that's, I do similar stuff in real estate with home, home builders. You don't get to use my content for forever. You only get it for a year, maybe two. That's it. 
because now it's changed. That goes away. And I find that to be really awesome. Uh, as I've been driving, I had a meeting, so I got to win, but I'll do that offline. Um, but yeah, that's awesome, man. Check out Appreciate his, it. check out his website and look at, just look at the quality of his work. Um, he just posted it in the chat, but it's, I mean, you know, look at the quality of the work. I mean, look, look at what he's bringing to these, these, you know, smaller colleges that they got a guy on the sideline with that. What's that one lens everybody got? All the moms have the eighty to one, eighty to three hundred. What's the one that's yeah, like a f f six? That's what she had. She had a sixty to three hundred. Oh man, and that's it, like, you know, f eight nine eight nine hundred. Yeah, you got to be next to the sun to get some good shot. I got to be bright daylight, clear, no clouds to be able to shoot at a decent speed. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know. I mean, you know, but that's where it's at. That's where it's at. I mean, and, and the reason I wanted to definitely bring bring Ricky on because I used to always say turn passion to profit, right? It, it didn't come with more gear. It came with this. So, you know, who's Nathan say, what, uh, $300 a shoot, eight shoots a day? <laughs> Excuse me. Um, 48K, yeah. Uh, he's making 48K a month. I'm, I'm not saying no to that. That works. That definitely works. Um, any other questions on this before we wrap on this? Uh, any other questions? No, no. Okay. Hold on, Ricky. Sit tight. We're going to say anybody got any wins real quick. Anybody got any W's? They want to, they want to. I got to stand up and scratch my knee, uh, stretch my knees. I'm old. <laughs> anybody, anybody got any W's they want to, they want to, uh, say real quick? Uh, uh, I, I know I threw this in the chat, uh, Ty, but go for it. You know, Definitely. Hold on. Did I get another one? No. Um, you know, d definitely, you know, just picking up all these little sales, you know, that, uh, exactly how Nathan's saying that they all, they all add up, you know? And so, you know, that, that, that there, that there's just what it's all about. Heck yeah. Definitely. Definitely. A again, like I said, when you, when you, uh, it's steps, it ain't going to be big chunks. You're not going to go from zero today to $10,000 clients tomorrow. You're going to go from zero to $300 clients to $3,000 clients to $9,000. And then that's just how it's going to work. Um, and then you'll know how to, you know, you'll know who to go after, how to approach them, how to talk to them. And you'll know how to disqualify them too. A lot of people don't know how to disqualify clients that ain't, I don't got to get, I don't got to get to asking your budget to know that you don't have, that you're not on a level that, that I'm looking to work with. I can look at your, how you want to solve certain problems. You know what I'm saying? Like I can look at what, you uh what your needs are right companies that have real problems they're not asking about price they don't care about price they need the problem solved and they need it solved by the right people that, that's the client i want i don't want the client that's like what it cost to and what it cost to you you're not you're not looking here you're not looking to solve a problem because when you go to that emergency room and you clutching your chest and you bleeding you're not asking the doctor about price you're saying fix me now you want clients like that and they are out there but that, that never happens at Walmart, right? People go to Walmart, they go price shopping because Walmart don't specialize in nothing. They sell everything. So the only thing they specialize is a cheap price and convenience. That's why it's so important to be as niche as possible. Um, Marcus, I know you had a win. You want to you share it now or you want to share it later? Yeah, I was, I was waiting for the, the moment. Oh, go for it. Because I know you were talking about Ricky. So uh, I just got done with a meeting with a client. Um, that I do a lot of real estate for. He has an HVAC business, 
but he also is a uh, real estate uh, investor slash builder. So it's right up my niece, right up into that. Um, he tasked me to go find him a commercial space. And what he wants to do is build content. And I have a space now with him uh, to build content for him and gives me a commercial space. That's a win. And this this whole week we've been going through commercial spaces, seeing at what is best for him. And needless to say, uh, I won't have a home office anymore. But that's okay because more than likely in about a month or two months, I'm going to have a commercial space where I don't have to pay any rent. You know, that's been a thing. I got approached by a company recently about that. Two companies actually was like, look, just shoot a little social media for us and we'll give you this whole half of the warehouse. Like, wow, okay. So it's two companies approached me like that in the past month and I've considered it. Um, a question that popped up is, can a, can a Brinks truck help you uh, with, with sports in your opinion? Um, so for those who may be new to my term, I call I call my work van the Brinks truck because whenever I'm in it, I'm making money. There you go. Mark is in his Brinks truck. <laughs> I'm I, in the Brinks truck. I'm happy because I'm in it. And whenever I crank start it up, it makes money. I'm, that's the only time I'm in my work van. So, yeah, if you got a one, I, when, I, when we went and shot the, uh, the Cowboy game, I took the truck. We took the van down there. But, yeah, I like to park the van up front. You know, you, if your van is labeled to, hey, you know, put a big QR code, click here to get pictures or whatever, it'll definitely help. It's a billboard around a lot of people. So it, I definitely see how your Brinks truck can help. Uh, you as a sports photographer as well, especially if you are a brand. So think about it, right? So so Ricky took the brand approach. He didn't just say just Ricky Bowden taking pictures. He took the brand approach. He built he's building a company that is a profitable company that is sellable that anybody can show it. Remember I told you don't want to be I didn't want to be Ty Turner photography because Ty Turner may not always show up. We can send somebody in uniform to show up. So he's building the brand. So, of course, yeah, you want to have labeled trucks. You want to have, like, you got labeled shirts, labeled everything. We was putting, we was putting stickers on on boxes and everything. So you definitely want to go that route. Definitely, definitely want to go that route. Um, Andrew says, do local newspapers, news stations normally have photographers, videographers there at college games, or are they getting their footage and images from someone like you? Yeah, they have, uh, the local people are there. Um, they have like, uh, affiliates, you know, you got your ABC, if it, I mean, it was a big event. So it was a Boombox classic, the one I just went to. So it's Southern and Jackson state. That's one of the bigger games at HBCU, but they don't, they're not at every game like there. There's some games where it's not as big. They're not there. Um, college game day was there. So that's going to obviously attract other outlets, but on a normal HBCU game, there's not a lot of, there's not a whole heck of a lot of coverage. And think about it, too. The photographers they're sending out usually aren't sports photographers. They're reporting photographers. So they're not going to get the shots that he's going to get. They're not bringing no, up ENG stuff. Yeah. So they're getting these little cheesy little, you know, they're trying to shoot the game on a, on a, on a 50 millimeter, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> F1.8. Yeah. It's like they're trying to really capture something. So they're not going to get the shots that he gets. Uh, so, I mean, I think that's important to think about, too. So they are your client as well. So, and then, and then we played a long game. You're talking about a whole lot of money. You're talking about intellectual property. You're talking about equity and content. You got to think big with this because this is a, this is a, this is a million dollar, you know, maybe even billion dollar idea. You got to think long-term and think big with something like this. You also got to think about acquisition. 
other companies, bigger companies feeling like, oh, he's, uh-oh, we got to do something with this guy. And they come in and offer you money to, to, to buy your, buy your, um, your archive. So that's another, that's another thing that, another thing that could come along with if you building it the right way. Absolutely. So keep that in mind. It's just the long game. Um, it's doing what you love and it's, it's better than a 401k. If you think about it, probably can, you got more upside than a 401k. So you got, you got, but you have to invest in it like a 401k. So I kind of brought that up is you got to put pennies and dollars into it and, and, and don't worry about it. Like just do what you love, find ways to grow, find ways to get in front of more people and continue to, you know, put your foot in it and make it great. Um, what do your archive system look like? Multiple hard drives. So mostly it's the website, but I'll let them tell you about, you know, you know how you do it. So it, I got the website. Um, I also have, I'm, it's, it's, I got it on triple, triple things. So it's on the website. I have Dropbox uh, for the HBCU Sports Wire with every game and every image. And I also have SSD uh, external hard drives with every game on them. So I got them backed up three different ways. So that's kind of how I'm running it now. Um, what I will say about the website, and um, I always uh, tell Ty this, is that I, I hate building websites, so I'm not the best website builder, but we're, um, we're going to get to the point. I want to get to the point where I get somebody who can really bring, take that website to the next level because that's my storefront because I don't have a, I don't have an actual building. So that's my storefront, and I want to, when people come there, I want them to feel like they're on the Getty Images site. Right now, it's not where I want it to be, but it's, it's, it's functional and it's good enough for what we need as we're building, but um that website is important and he's always told me that um to drive that home and i just hate dealing with them but it's important because my company is basically web-based at this point so you want that to look the best as possible so um yeah so everything the way the galleries look and all that i, I kind of have a say in how that looks um but i really want the professional to really hit it soon but um that's that's how i that's how i archive everything and a lot of people saying that that a lot of uh reporters are getting laid off yeah a lot of news stations are slimming down they're going mostly online less paper less subscriptions you know what i'm saying papers people pay for them online it's free so they got to find a new way to make money so they're not gonna have 10 photographers on staff so if you license images it's a lot cheaper for them to say hey let us buy five or six images from the game you know yesterday than to send a photographer or keep a photographer on staff to go out so um if the students use photos do they have to pay for them um, that I'm not totally sure, but what I will say is what I've, what I, what I am coming across a lot, um, started to come across in the HBC realm is a lot of these sports information directors, they basically use the credential as leverage. And what I mean by that is I'm like, Hey, we'll credential you for the game, but we need you to send us the images that you get from the game. Now, some people are going to say, ah, oh, no, I won't do that, but I have to do that because I got to continue to have that access because I can let them get those images, but there's going to be other outlets that still end up paying. What what I need is the is the images, and I need the archive. So sometimes you have to barter like that and give them images um, up to, to in order to get in. And then once you get that relationship built, then you you're not going to ever have a problem getting in those games. Um, I had to do it for Jackson State this weekend. I had to give them the images. Um, I got two guys going out to the Texas Southern Jackson State game in Houston. I got two guys shooting that, and I got to give the, uh, the uh, SID. I got to give him images. Um, I just had a guy go out to uh, uh, North Carolina Central not too long ago. We talked about Central. I had a guy out there. So I got about six or seven guys out there shooting across the United States for me. Um, and I'm meeting guys every time I go 
you know, to these things, to these different um, places to shoot. I'm meeting guys that shoot and I'm building that network as well. And it's, it's low cost because I don't have to pay anybody anything um, until they're, unless their images sell. So um, it's, it's no big overhead for me to have guys shooting everywhere. So, but I do need the archives. Um, so that's why I'm still building the team. I heard somebody put in the chat, you know, what do you look for? Hey, you just got to know how to shoot. You got to, um, I, I, you know, I, I have to look at a portfolio and then make sure that you, you know, your images are quality and you are ready for that. Cause we are selling these. And I also need somebody who has a pretty high megapixel rating. The reason why I say that is because when people buy the full res images, you want to make sure that it's big enough to do anything that they want to do on it. So, with the A1, it's 50 megapixels. Um, I think anything 24 and up is, is pretty good. So, um, But that's kind of just what I'm looking for, somebody who's experienced and knows what they're doing. Um, and, and, I, and I look at their portfolio and it looks good. Um, that's that's what I'm looking for. And uh, just, you know, again, if you want to give it a shot, send me your, send me your, uh, your resume. Not, not necessarily your resume, but your uh, portfolio, and we'll go from there. Nino said, rule out his 5D Mark II. <laughs> yeah, you got a 5D Mark II, man. These sports is, you know, a lot of people want to crop images. So even if it's not to blow it up to put it on a picture, it needs to be croppable. And and that's something that I, I learned just, just working with Ricky is just, you know, just having a big megapixel uh, image. So if a crop is needed. It, yeah, that 5D Mark II, what is shooting? Four and a half frames a second? <laughs> yeah, it's 12.9 megapixels. Um. Let's see. The cropping is why I either want the R5 or the A7. The A7RV is the R5. It's, it's, you, you don't necessarily need the A7R5. If you're going to get a Sony and you're going to shoot sports, it's the A1 because it's got everything. Yeah. It's got the sports camp capability and it has the high megapixel rate. That's the one you want. That A7R5 is going to be okay. I tried to shoot my A7R3 because of the high megapixel rate, but it just can't keep up. The focusing system's too slow. It just it can't keep up. It's 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 because it's not made for that. You know. So so no iPhones. We can use iPhones for reels, though. So there is a yeah. place. There is a place for them. Uh, yeah. I knew Crichton was going to go 360 with it. Uh, yeah, that that that's, you know, I knew he was going to go there. Maybe some, uh, I shot a lot of 360 when we did the Cowboys game, but maybe just some in, dope interior 360 shots. There's a the place stadium. for the iPhone um, on there. I mean, the uh, Jackson State social media team, that's all they shoot with for video. They just use their phones. They got phones that they shoot with. So it's it's a place for it, but photo wise, no. Um, who's that? I think that was uh, Andre said he, she's doing volleyball for Florida State right now, and he have uh, a contact and they pay him. The students know because it's a part of the coursework. So the students can't buy it. I'm, I'm gonna make sure I understand what he's saying about the students. I'm, I'm, uh, so whenever you get a chance, just post it back in there. Marcus, uh, you, you got another uh I know your hand. I don't know if it's hand up from before or if it's a new hand up. New hand. Go for it, bro. Uh, just over to my, my computer. I got off the phone. Uh, so with that win, right, um, that's going to allow me to go to your teaching. I want to make sure everyone understands this. Uh, Ty teaches, unless you're making 300K or so, roughly, stay in the Brinks truck. I have an opportunity to get into a commercial space for free. Oh, yeah. Free 99. Free. Yeah. I, so, the reason why I say that is because people don't understand the overhead of going to get a location. Usually it's a minimum, what, two, three thousand dollars plus lights, gas, water, electric. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Do you really want to put that on your? You know what I'm saying? That's that that money that can that's that's money that can pay your bills at home while you make it. Is you know you just you don't want to take on that overhead if you don't have to. But free is free. Correct, and that allows me with this this opportunities. My business is going to get when people drive by, and in the location I'm in, there is nothing but construction workers around me. Like for three and a half blocks, it's nothing but construction. Builder supply, lawyers, you name it. Um, so in that, it's in a new area where they're trying to develop and, and all of that. So it's already a person I, I have a relationship with. And that's why I want to bring up this win is Ty knows Ricky. It's the relationship, building the brand, building. And and I kept following up with him. He moved all the way to North Carolina and moved back. Wow. Um, and I kept in relationship with this guy. And now we just got done with the meeting and more than likely he's going to move forward with this because I went out on my free dime to go find him. Like, Hey, here's some spots. I know you're busy. I have free time. Let me go do this. So then this will allow me potential to build you content, which will help me niche down. This will allow me to get my mindset right of not being at home where I want to play the Xbox or mess with the cat or the dog, or projects at home, right? Ties like, yeah, big X. I'm shifting my mindset like, okay, this is plan A. This is all I got. This is all I need. Let's jump in. So that's my major win for the, for this week. That's a good win. That is a major win. I love, I can't wait to see the place once you get it all set up and hooked up. That's going to be, that's going to be super dope. Anybody else got any wins they want to share? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna keep it on forever tonight. We're gonna run through it because uh, in the in the near future, so just to, um, it's gonna be just a to answer, format. What'd you say? Just just to answer the question um, that I put in the chat, someone was asking, "Do the interns get paid?" And I was saying no because for many of them, they're doing their um, you know end of the year internship, so they're delivering those images to the SID. But there are, like, for example, I'm doing volleyball right now, so I did a contract for 10 games. Mm. So they pay me for that. Prior to that, before I got on, I was doing baseball. And basically, um, they would just credit me for my photos, and then those would go to the news wires, et cetera. So it really just depends. I know up here, because um, I'm in Tallahassee, the Democrat has been laying off a lot of personnel. So they only have, like, two people who basically run to every high school game. They run over to you know, FAMU, Florida State, to get their pictures or whatnot. Just like right now, I'm the sole photographer at the community college. I cover all of their athletic sports, team and individuals, as well as game. So I was just want, I was answering the guy's question when he said, do the uh, interns get paid? And the question, and the answer is no. Yeah. that I mean, and that, again, with them laying off people, it's cheaper for them to license your content. It's, it's, you know, you build the yep. relationships and just be like, here, just license my content or pay me a subscription fee and I'll go out and cover stuff. Um, so that's definitely that's definitely a win. That's definitely a win. A question that came up from Rodney was if a company wanted to acquire HBCU Sportswire, is there an offer you'd accept or is that a sign that you're doing something big and impactful and would decline the offer and maintain ownership? I mean, I think I think everybody has a number. I mean, if if, if anything you do, um, 
but I think it, it it'll definitely be a sign that I'm doing something impactful for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, you have to listen to to those offers to see what they're talking about. Um, that's just the way it goes. That's in any business. You have to listen. If somebody wants to come and acquire your company, if they're saying they're going to give you a B to get out of there, then, okay, here you go. Here's the keys. I'm out. Because, you know, one thing about it, they can do what you do, but it's still not you. But you can still go back and recreate something else. So you can take that capital from what you sold, i.e. Elon Musk selling PayPal to do what he's doing with Tesla and all that stuff. It's the same. It's the way that you have to do. You take that capital and you go on to the next venture. I mean, but yes, there's always a number for sure. If I get a call about Flash from Academy, y'all may come on here. Maybe some guy <laughs> named Jeff. Like, hey, I'm Jeff using my my brass knuckles. <laughs> I'm going to folk punch you. I'm gonna be somewhere on the beach. Like, hey man, they, they, it was a nice number. It was. <laughs> they cut the check. So no, nah, but you always want to build. Your, you always want to build a company. You really want to build a company to sell it. I'm not saying you will sell it. But you always want to get, you know, put it in that position because you listen, you don't when it comes to content, you don't know. Somebody may come up and say, look, we're going to offer you 250 million and give you 10 percent of the company moving forward. You're going to say no to that. I don't I don't think there's a lot of people here going to say no to that. Let's just be real. Right now, in the state that your company in right now, we give you 250 million and 10 percent of the company. If y'all got wives, mamas, they're going to be like, we out. What are you doing? Like, you ain't got it like that. So some of y'all do it for for 250000 So, you know what I'm saying? Like, you always want to make sure that you, uh, you know, you want to make sure that your business is, is, is in a position where if that's a possibility, you can listen. That also that. means you can restart, too. Absolutely. Okay, I'll sell this business. Let me just restart everything all over again. Absolutely. And buy the equipment that I really want to have and start over. And go do it. You can go blow money. If you get 250 million, you can say, I'm going to go blow 20 million on just making movies. I'm just going to make short movies or whatever. I'm going to do whatever I love to do. I'm going to yeah. blow the interest off the money. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could start the Power Five Sports Wire. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean. And that's why That's why you have to have all your systems and processes together. Absolutely. You have those together, boom. You, you Number one, you've already had it together to where you've gotten to that level but then you can just sell it you could just start it right back up if you wanted to or change to another completely different um completely different uh niche yeah. but have a similar type model bang i mean elon Musk one is thing a, is one a thing somebody example. did say to me i'm sorry to, to cut you oh, off no, no, one you thing somebody did say to me and i, I had to think about it how is the hbc sports wire going to look when Deion sanders accepts a, a, a job at a power five school when he leaves the HBCU realm, is it still going to be the same? Is it still going to be lucrative? Is it still going to be worth covering those games? And I say that I think in, in that event, everybody's going to jump ship. I'm going to stay because they're still going to want to reach back and see how those teams are doing. They, they, you know, they're still going to want to see what's going on. They're still going to need the content. <coughs> so I had to think about that. I was like, yeah, it's going to be different when he leaves, but I'm staying because it's, it's, still, it's, still, it's still something there. That's a win. And, and again, go back to systems and processes. Got to have it in place. Got to have your website in place. They're not coming yep. to buy your gear. <laughs> you can have a ton of gear. They're not making an offer on your depreciating used gear. They want the business. So build the business. Yep. Right? Look at it as intellectual property. It is property. It is a, may not be tangible, but it is property. It, 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 you know, 
it gain it grows in value. Just my domains alone grow in value. Yeah, I'm pay, you could pay seven dollars a month for a domain at at GoDaddy, but once you start growing the company, that that domain is bringing in a certain amount of views, and that domain is worth ten fifteen thousand dollars just alone. So you got to think about like you know the business and and the property that is that business, and make sure you got your paperwork right. Make sure you got your paperwork right. So. That's definitely, definitely. Crichton, did you have, was that a new hand or old hand? No, it's a new hand. Oh, go and, for it, bro. Uh, you know, like, and honestly, I, I, I want to say thank, thank you to both Utah and Ricky. Because, you know, as somebody who's mainly done the high school level of this stuff, you know, I'm sitting here, I, I'm taking notes. I'm like, okay, th- th- this, this is the next level. You know, uh, and, and I can and and I will attest to everything you said, because I, I have an HBCU purview uh, uh, right down the street. I, I did a game there. They had no idea what the hell was going on that, that you know, like that. I, I'm carrying I'm, on. I, I actually got a new uh, Arca Swiss uh, rail. And I was putting on. So I, I, I didn't have this out for for flexing or anything, but. I'm carrying this thing around and they didn't even know where the media will call was. And they, and they sent me to the wrong gate. That happens to me all the time. It happens to me almost every week. I don't feel bad then. So Crichton, tell, uh, tell them what your MOS was in the army. 46 Quebec. There you go. Oh. So you already know <laughs> he's one of the, he's one of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Three yeah. Weeks, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I, I, I got tired of hand holding this because the, uh, the the focus ring was uh, biting into my hand, so I got I got a lens coat, and this thing is so much nicer in the hand when, when, yeah. when you go to hand hold it. But uh, out the big no, the uh, but but the is that video you doing with it or photos? Uh, the, the, that's an R three. I, I I when I flip when I flip it on the video, it's rare, but I do do it every now and then. Okay. Um, when I want to uh, pull out the big guns, I pull out this big right here. And uh, I was like, "What?" I shoot with this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I shoot with this when I need to really zoom in to somebody's uh, people. It, when I need to check and see if they got cataracts from across the field, I pull out this <laughs> and I do it. Now this is actually a fan that I keep right off camera when it's hot, but oh. it looks dope, don't it? You know, I at first to, I thought it was a blimp for you. It, it, because it got the red ring, it looked like it's something special, but it ain't. Yeah, let me put that back yep. here. That, that, that's it. It's getting a little um, warm. But, but with these uh, with these sports information directors, um, when when they say that that they want pictures from you, what are you providing? Are, are you just saying, "Hey, I got these pretty pictures of the uh, of the grass." And or, or or are you actually giving them something, uh, you know, that that, that that's going to be uh, um, potentially valuable? No, I'm giving them I'm giving them some I'm giving them good images because, again, either way you look at it, when they use the images, I still say, hey, I'm going to give you images. But please, you know, make sure that you let that you give us credit for the images uh, that we use. Um, so I still give mm-hmm. them images because they need it. They just don't have it. And like you said, you know, with the sports information directors, like those guys don't answer emails. You know, you're sitting back all week waiting to hear if you got your credential uh, approved. And then they wait till Friday night and send you an email on the game Saturday. So it's like yep. these are the type of things that we that you that we deal with over here. But just, they're just not used to having 
have to accommodate, um, you know, media and, you know, their media workrooms are, are the size of closets. And it's, it's just a lot of things that they have to fix. But I, I knew that going into going into it. So, you know, it's I, I was expecting it to be that way. Especially if you're traveling, like traveling has been, you know, it's hard when you're dealing with, you know, last minute. Yeah, it's definitely hard to travel because I live in Florida. Like I went to Jackson. I didn't get my credential request until Thursday. However, I had been bought my ticket because he told me a while ago that he was going to credential me. But still, I don't take that by, you know, that phone call stuff. I need it in black and white. So if I get up to the stadium and be like, hey, we ain't got no credential for you, I can show him an email. They were approved. Mm So um, it's the same thing. I'm supposed to go to Daytona this week to uh, Bethune-Cookman's homecoming. They play Alabama State. Still haven't heard from the SID. So the game Saturday. But again, that's just a two and a half hour drive. So that's not too bad. But when I when I got to travel across the country, like I got um, Bayou Classic coming up. That's um, Grambling and Southern in uh, Louisiana. Um, haven't heard from them, but I, I got to make accommodations. So I'm waiting to hear from them. So it's just, it gets tough in, in, when it relates to that type of stuff. But again, it's something that I'm willing to suffer through because I understand that they don't really understand how it all works. And you just got to be a little patient with them, you know, because, again, we're playing a long game. Do you do you see any opportunity for consultant work with these schools if the opportunity presents itself? I think I think the opportunity is there if 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 a person will market themselves in that way. Um, I think a lot of um, in the HBCU realm, it's a little different than Power Five. Power Five have they have you know every time I've you know gotten a credential from a Power Five school. Um, I send an email, I get a response like that because that's their job. That's what they do. A lot of times on the HBCU, HBCU side, yeah, you might have an SID, sports information director, but he may be doing five, six, seven other things, and he may be the SID for every sport that they have. So that's probably why he didn't answer your email right away because he got to a million different things just because they don't have the line items to you know, have somebody for every sport and all that kind of stuff. So it's just drastically different because of the uh, the resources that the schools have versus Power Five schools. So yeah, because I'll be going up to uh, Florida to shoot um, FAMU versus the Gators women's basketball on Monday. So you know they 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 got right back with me and had everything ready to go. So it's it's just a part of it. It's a part of it, and I understood that getting into it. Mm-hmm. But the consultant side, it, there, there is an untapped market for that. Because like uh, Jackson State is going to um, have been approved to get a new stadium in Mississippi. They need a media consultant to tell them, hey, this is what you need at that stadium for media. You know, you need this. You know, the room needs to be this big. You need a room just for interviews. You need a room for the photographers or the working media to work. You know, you need, uh, you know, what, what are the things the, uh, for the Internet? You need uh, Ethernet ports all around the stadium. Yep. All that. They don't know that. Got to have those drops. A media consultant to tell them. Yeah. I make a lot of sense. You, you know, just to, just to give uh, you know, Ty, I imagine that this year is probably going to be on you know, on the podcast. Uh, but just to give you all a frame of reference, so last night I went to a high school volleyball game, and I had and I had my credentials, and I'm walking up, and there, there's there's the the the, the ticket sell the, the the gate guy, whatever, right? And I I, I just you know I was hanging around my chest, I just uh, flipped it around like that. He saw me. He pointed and uh, 
I didn't even have to go through the gate. I, I, um, a lot of times I don't have to go through the metal detector because honest to goodness, uh, you're going to set off a metal detector. Uh, but at the at certain high schools, they they, they have this figured out. Uh, and so, you know, I, I'm able to just walk up and I'm already credentialed with, with, with a couple school districts and just flash the badge. And, and if they're, and if they're media savvy, they have this figured out. Uh, there, there's a football stadium down in Katy, uh, and it's right next to their old one. The new one actually has a media room with all those ethernet, uh, drops that, 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 that Ricky's talking about. And, uh, we'll have the Houston Chronicle or whoever's out there covering the football game. And, and, and the only way, in, the only people who have access to it are the administrators and the media. Cause that, that, that's how we access the field. And for, for us, Hey, if it's halftime or whatever, we don't have to go up to the press box. We don't have to go. We, we just uh, jump right in and you can have your laptop up there. You don't have to worry about it walking off. Uh, everything ready to go. Slap the cards in. Everything that's Rick, that, that Ricky's been talking about tonight, man, it, it's 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 all the truth. And 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 to go up places where that they that they're not used to this. It is a pain in the neck. But, you know, because. You know, when you're walking up with all this equipment, it gets heavy after a while. You know, <laughs> after a while. But anyhow, um, once you shoot it like a Dallas Cowboy game, it's hard going down from there, boy. Because they feed you good, yeah. they treat you. It's hard going down from that because they got a whole the food alone. Like people don't understand. Yeah. Like the media got their own like buffet. They got their own food mm. area that's different than the regular people, and they feed you. And they yep. treat you good, and you get like it's hard getting that good food, and you go to some get some stadium food somewhere else. It's rough. So you know that's they uh, had no food at Jackson. I, I I I ate at my hotels seven in the morning, and I didn't eat again until probably seven at night when I got back. They had no food in there, but they don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Man. But you live and you learn. You live and you learn, man. That, that's, you know, again, you know, I like to make sure that you guys come here. You can take, you, we, we want to skip the line and gain an experience and, and get experience from each other and people who are in the industry and, and other content creators who are going, you know, going for it and going after it. Um, because I think it's important that you, you guys rub shoulders and be around that, that mindset and not the guy that's just waiting on a photographer. We have a lot of friends you know, we, we come from a company full of photographers who just wanted to get a job or they took the job because they thought it was easy or they just took the lazier out and did portraits in the park. You know what I'm saying? And call themselves, you know, whatever Smith photography. Like they weren't thinking like we were thinking about this thing about, you know, they didn't they didn't have a bigger idea or they just didn't see what we saw when it came to creating content and how we would use it to go places and get behind ropes and behind stage and you know what i'm saying they just they wasn't thinking forward like we were thinking and we were like dude y'all slow we out of here you know what i'm saying y'all 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 can stay where y'all at we about to take off and they would just sit back and watch and be like wow like how'd y'all do that how'd y'all do this how'd y'all do that and it was because we had to drive to do it um so and we just thought differently about where content could take us um and and here we are so yeah that that um it's important that you guys, you know, you got to be around people that's thinking big um, because being around a lot of small minded people will have you thinking small 
uh, or thinking medium, thinking you're thinking big, and you realize that ain't it, Chief. That how you buying gear so you can shoot an 8K, and you ain't got a client that, that requests 8K yet. You ain't got a re- you ain't got a client that'll take 720P from you, but you're trying to do 8K. So, you know, um, I know Marcus had his hand up for another win. We'll we'll we'll, we'll jump on him before we get ready to close out because I'm gonna keep y'all too long. Go for it, bro. You got a good win. Let's hear it. Another phone call win on live street continues that's what's up <laughs> mario used to be the man but now you beat him out for the uh... uh now i spoke to mario today that man is so busy he ain't got time to come on i understand that's how it gets that's, that's how it get yeah but just got another win after months and months of l's consistency following up it's but it's wonderful Love a good one. We got we got two hands that popped up real quick. I'm gonna jump to y'all questions for before I fade out. Uh, let's start with Tyler. All right, so I, I got a long term win that's been in the process. Okay, today is my today is my one year anniversary of uh, being at the marketing for the golf center, and uh. They just said they want to go 95% video marketing now. Wow. Yeah. They get so I've, 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 I've rounded a whole year of doing this all by myself now. That's def- that's definitely a win. Because I remember when you said, hey, Ty, I listened to you. And I came and I got everybody there fired and they hired me. I remember you said that pretty much uh, the short version of that. But Yep. And now I've had two marketing companies come in and they're coming for my throat. And uh the owner told them straight up, like, we're going 95% video marketing. And you should have seen their faces when they came out of the meeting. They were staring at me like, oh, my God. Like, they thought they had me. <laughs> and, uh, but see, nah, son. They, they offer in a pie in the sky. You're actually there to c- capture content. You know the business. You know the brand. You are around. So, yeah, you can always win that. Right. And yeah, we we partnered up on the content creation just for flyer ads, mm-hmm. and so we work with uh, Golf Now, who's with NBC Universal, and the owner shows me like, do you see like how this marketing that they do just doesn't work? Like, he was showing me the frustrations with it, and then he sees what happens when we do uh, video advertisements. The the reactions and the impressions are are totally different. That needs to be on your in. that needs to be on your website. That testimonial of him sitting in front of that computer showing you how his marketing didn't work and what happens when he hired you. That testimonial, okay. that mini documentary, that 30-second, 60-second documentary needs to be on your website. So when people second-guess whether or not they should work with you, you have a client saying, this is what we did. We weren't getting results, and we got with this company, and things took off. We're even still getting companies to come in and want to do for us but we have something that works here and we're going to stick with it. So that needs to be something you need to capture um, as a testimonial to show proof on your website. Okay. Definitely. And, and next time you go play golf, let, let us know so we can bring our bags and all of that. We can go out there with you. Get a okay. few in. You know <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Get a few in. I, I know we had, okay, we got who we got tat tat up next. And then we're gonna go to Alex. So, we'll close out on Alex. What's going on with you? I got, I got one win. Oh, let's hear that win. Hold on, it didn't involve, right. uh, you know, you know, shootouts in Chicago and nothing like that. Because I've been reading the news. Mm-hmm. 
ain't been doing no music videos. Oh, okay, cool. You good, you good. <laughs> I told you that last one was that last one. I'm not, I ain't messing with no more, but I got one win, but it ain't got nothing to do with B2B. It was just something that I learned from you. Like, I like the proposal. I had made proposal for this uh, photo shoot, and I ended up hiring a photo a photographer I knew. And we had to pay him too much, and then I just made sure, like six hundred dollar profit off him. And you just, and it was just you was just you was like the middleman. You just like directed. I was just watching. I ain't do nothing. That's what I'm talking about. That's definitely a win right there. That's letting your money work for you. So your brand attracted the client. You outsourced it and got the big check. That's 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 what it's about. Definitely. And then and I try to do a little something like I try to do like a Halloween photo shoot, but to ain't nobody really come for that one. So to pictures came out good for me then. So that's, I just been trying to make a lot of connections out here. But I'm still gonna get that margin one though, because that's the only thing I really want. Well, yeah, just, just just wait about uh, what's today's date? The second? Just wait till about like right after Thanksgiving, you'll see. But you know, uh, oh, they that's that's what's up to be the middle. Hey, it's it's great when you can sit back and point at stuff and make money. That's the that's the ultimate goal, and that's that's what I tell you. That's why it's important to build that brand. You can outsource camera work. I can get a million people that can take pictures. I can't get a million people that can that understands how to brand a business to attract that client. Yep. So. You know, Crichton said he on module three and he just did the van selection a day or two ago. Yeah, that you're gonna learn a lot in module three when they talk about transportation and cars. It's it's a lot of stuff you need to know. A lot of stuff I ain't know. Um, but yeah, that's that's the way to that's the way to do it. Is to is to is to build that brand so you can the clients will come in. I mean, that's what big companies like Uber do, Thumbtack do. All they do is attract clients and delegate it to you, and they make money, not going nowhere. It, you know, like a franchise. So. That's a good one. I'm win. trying to learn how to use a uh, thumbtack though, but I end up, I end up vlogging the uh, whole thing, so I'm gonna show y'all. Yeah, post that in the post that in the uh, post that in the in, the, in the, the member section. I would love to see it. Right. I'm sure you're gonna put it on the YouTube first, and then post a the link so we can check it out. I guess so, so you can get some subscribers and some likes, and get some views some views off that bad boy. Definitely do that, but that's I like that. I'm proud of that. That's that's what I like to hear. That's a good win right there, Ty. That's what I'm talking about. I thought you was gonna say you recorded a music video and you had to hit somebody with a two piece and a biscuit, and they finally came through with the bread. I thought you was gonna say my man's last time who was you know what I'm saying we talked about who was trying to get you to shoot it for the low. I thought he came through, and you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I almost forgot about him, but that video ended up getting back on my channel. But I ain't talked to him ever since, so I'm just leaving be. I ain't yeah. saying nothing to him. He ain't saying nothing to me. So I left it over there. That's what's up. That's what's up. But yeah, congratulations on the win. Them, them, them the best wins to get when you ain't got to lift a finger. That's a, that's a double. That's a flawless victory right there. That's what that is. That's hopefully that. Gotta get some more. Well, yeah. not hopefully I know, but trying where's, to get some more real soon. So where's my button for that? Flawless victory. That's what that is. So yes, definitely celebrate that. <laughs> Let me see. We got one more. We got Alex. Let's just Alex, let Alex jump on here real quick. Alex, Hi, Alex, brother. go for it, brother. I just have a question. I need help with pricing. Okay. Um, it's a uh, cleaning company. I did their headshots, uh, all of the CEOs and all that. So we started talking about social media. 
So they wanted to know uh, what are the options for pricing for video, which I, uh, I've shot a lot of weddings as far as video, but nothing um, commercial wise. And so I'm not really sure what to charge them. They wanted two different pricing, one to do a one time and another thing to do a subscription. Okay. So, and this is something that I kind of break down. I'm going to say end of module one, beginning of module two. So that's the thing is trying to understand, are we doing long-term or short-term? Short-term is going to be a lot higher. Um, short-term, you know, it, and a lot of things you got to think about too when you start to go into pricing because I shot a, a, a janitorial company and this company had, um, they had a um, contract with airports. They did a lot of airports. So with that, we were in a lot of locations at once. You know, we, we, we shot in this airport multiple days. So those are things that you got to kind of take in consideration. How many days are we shooting? Like how much, how much shooting is involved? It's not because a wedding, you can show up. It's a one-time gig all day, eight hours. But if you're going to be in multiple locations, if you're going to be in you know, multiple days, those are things that we need to consider um, when, when, we are, when we are pricing something like that. I, I use structure-based, so I'm using you know, 60% up front is the first hour and then r- dividing the remaining percentage out by the remaining hours of the day. That's just how I do it, plus upsells. Um, so it just depends on now. And what I will do is take a percentage off of that. If we're going to do a subscription base where we're doing six, eight, you know, 12 months, I'll take 25% off or make it where you're paying for 10 months and you get two months free. So it it just depends on the client and what I feel looks, looks better for the client. Um, but a lot of that is, you know, we're, you know, we're going to bill you in chunks once a month usually on the first of the month, and then my shoot date is usually set up for the 15th. I've done that because it gives time for their card not to go through two or three times before I got a solid shot. I got a solid date on my calendar. That's just me. I want to know that the money went through and we can move forward. I don't want to have the money come out on the first and we film on the first. I get there and film and the money's not paid, and then I'm waiting on the client. So I like to bill them in advance unless they're a really big client. Now, if you're talking about a really big cleaning company and you ain't worried about it if it's you know if it's a company i'm working with american airlines i ain't gonna trip it is you know what i'm saying but if it's just the smaller the company the more i need paid before i get there that's just that's just me they um, have some big accounts like verizon okay and um the postal service and things like that um so this is yeah but they basically said they want something very basic. We're not talking about two people or anything like that. I mean, it probably can be just done with an iPhone. They just want somebody to go out, shoot people cleaning, and then later on maybe do some tips and things like that, cleaning tips. But be careful because their idea of basic is still camera, stabilizer, voiceover, graphics, lower, th- you know what I'm saying? Like their idea of basic is still a lot. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I was brought in to shoot um recruiting videos that they wanted was basic was recruiting videos but it turned into more training videos for the client which also turned into headshots which also Mm -hmm. turned into commercial photography because of the relationship with the client so um what i would do is give them an example of what basic is and then give them the ability to upsell into other things so maybe shoot a you know a sample video that's just you know hey this just sample video no graphics no color correction nothing that's basic at this price point and then upsell them to this is what the intro graphics look like with royalty free music. And here is what, you know, this is iPhone. 
This is what we bring a camera, a team, a crew. You know what I'm saying? Um, also, a big thing to upsell with them is if you're doing voiceover, offering in multiple languages, right? Because a lot of cleaning companies, if you say, hey, we can do this in English and Spanish, they like, let's do it. So so those are just ideas that, that I've, I've learned um, with working with, with, with janitorial services. Another thing, too, um, depending on where their contracts are, that's another one of the jobs where if you have a background check to present as a part of your portfolio, it helps. Um, depending on because depending on where they have contracts, if they have contracts in places where there's kids, if they have contracts in places where Verizon got a lot of inventory, it helps to look like did not have a you know all kind of stuff on your record. I mean, those are places that. If you have this, it helps. I, I When I shot in the airport, you know, we were behind security lines. So for me to have a background check to show them that we're serious about security really helped me land the gig. Um, and they felt comfortable and they felt safe. And especially if you're in a situation where it may be you and some of their female workers or it, it always helps when because usually when they hire uh, cleaning companies, like they want their cleaning companies to be secure. They want, you know, a, a secure cleaning company. You're usually in places where there's nobody watching or a camera or by yourself. So security is important to that cleaning company when they land a client to know that you understand that. And maybe some OSHA laws or OSHA, uh, you know, you understand how OSHA work and things like that to walk in the door with that understanding will definitely help you not only land a client, but them understanding that, you know what you're talking about. And there, I, don't, and it, I don't even know what to charge. Um. So, do you have a? Do you currently have a day rate? Do I currently have a day rate? Uh huh. I mean, what do you charge for eight hours of wedding wedding work? For eight hours of wedding, I come out with about two thousand. Okay. the w- The way I usually structure it, um, is the percentage of that is going to be your first hour, which right? is the sixty percent. Yeah, it can be. It can be as low as thirty percent. Okay. And then the remaining, let's say 70%, we're going to divide that up by the remaining seven hours of that day. The reason I do that is because if it takes an hour to shoot, you still made a good amount of money. You're happy to get out of bed. And that usually includes setup, teardown, uh, you know, with the client. And they, they totally travel sometimes. If it's within a certain area, they totally understand it. It makes more sense than saying, right. you, you don't want to get there and you don't want to map it out hourly the client tell you, oh, it's just quick. And you get there and it is quick. You, you're done in 30 minutes. And then you, they're like, well, did you take off the half? You know what I mean? And then you made $40 for the shoot. No, the first hour we come out and set up is our base hour. It's this amount plus each additional hour. If it go over, the client has a clear understanding of what overage looks like. So it, it helps it make sense for the client. Thank you. Oh, no problem, bro. No problem. So, yeah, pricing is, I, I tell people, like I said, when you present your, your proposal, give them upsells. Like, give them things that they can click on that may help them. You know, I, one I use all the time, which I almost upsell with every single client that has talking points, is a teleprompter. Go get you an iPad teleprompter off Amazon for $100 and rent that bad boy out for two to $300 per pop. It, it will be, teleprompter you should make in his lifetime, you should make, five thousand dollars off a hundred dollar hundred dollar teleprompter easily and you can get the remote to go with it and everything is too easy um because people can't 
they they think they can memorize some stuff, but you give them two sentences, and and they and I keep teleprompter in the van because a lot of people who say no upgrade right on the spot. They upgrade right in the middle of a shoot. It's happened to me way more times to the point where I was like, man, I got to keep it on me because people get here and they read and, and they get frustrated and they're like, man, give me the damn teleprompter. So I get it. You know what I'm saying? A lot of stuff, wireless video transmission so that the clients can watch it on set. A lot of things that I keep in the van that are upsells specific to that job type. Um, and there you go, 500 up yep, four or $500 for the teleprompter. I usually charge a base rate as well. Three fifty for the first hour, a hundred dollars for each additional hour. We got an eight day shoot. Guess what? I've just made a thousand dollars just on having a teleprompter there that I keep in my van. It just it's an extra rack, extra thousand dollars in my pocket this month or this shoot or this week. There, there's your car note, insurance, and your light bill just for having a hundred dollar teleprompter available. So, you know, those are little things that. I'm telling you, it just it just add up. And when you make it make sense for a client, you, like I said before, I don't have to ask you what's your budget. They'll click and check and 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 add stuff up there, you know, on their own to get everything they need for their for their content. So, and that's something that you also want to, you know, a benefit of subscription is, hey, we'll hold on to footage in case you guys decide to do training videos next year. We got footage that we recorded as B-roll that may help. Well, hold on to footage for future projects. That's a that's a, a benefit of doing a subscription with this. Those are little things that you got it that that are just upsells or just little stars or asterisks that a client is like, man, because there isn't a client in the world that just needs one video. They just don't understand what they need and they don't um they're not thinking long term. But and that's and that's fine because remember I told you the 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 thing I love to hear clients say the most is I never thought about that. Hey, when you guys go to shoot a recruiting video, this footage that we captured in month one will help us with that. Or over time, as we're we're shooting video for you every month, we're able to create social media content from bits and pieces we've had. So those are things that you want to you want to think about as we move forward because this content is valuable to you not just today but in the future you don't want us to have to come back out to re-record a panning shot of your location when we when we already captured it two months ago you know so these are things that you want to bring to the the attention of your client um and just drop little seeds little nuggets um so they can start to think about you know hey you're right. We're, this one video is going to last us a short period of time. We're going to need more. And and even when you go to these meetings and you talk about uh, long-term content, subscription, start talking about holidays. What are you guys doing for Christmas? You don't have any Christmas-branded content? Your, 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 your footage still got people in masks, depending on where you are in the country. You may be in an area like Texas, they don't, mask is out the door. They don't care. If your footage still got people in masks, it may turn people off. So I don't know where you are. You know what I'm saying? Certain places in the country or certain um, businesses, things change like that. And you need to make sure that your client is in a position to stay up to date on their images, their video, everything. You know what I'm saying? So those are ideas that you kind of want to pitch to a client or at least mention or talk about. And it shows that you have experience. You've been doing this for a while. You can almost you can almost predict the future, like you know what I'm saying. So, hey, Christmas time, we want to we want to drop a lot more content because people are home on Christmas break and they're bored. 
January, February, we want to do this type of content. So, so as you, you know, January, people are looking for jobs, right? They're broke from Christmas. They're starting to put out resumes. They're getting resumes rewritten. When I worked at Career Builder, we sold more, more uh, resume writing in January than ever because people were just like gyms, right? Gyms take off in January because people got New Year's resolutions. They want to get back in the gym. They want to work out. Well, jobs work the same way. Everybody know that new physical year budgets open up. Companies are starting to hire for the year. So our recruiting video needs to be done and up by December. Our training videos need to be in the works. So when you bring in that first class of new recruits for that training class on January 30th or 23rd, we have content. Or we need to be in place to capture that training session that you already hired somebody to train for so you don't have to hire them again. And we can show this video to your recruits and everybody can get the same lesson. So those are things that you may want to bring to. And, and that's why you get in the door with your niche and you and you do so much more when you develop that relationship. Um, and that's why subscription basis. Hey, when we come back to do these things that we have ideas for in the future, I already have a bucket of content that we've been capturing over time to help make that video look a whole lot better because we have a ton of B-roll and we have different shots of different people in different environments cleaning. It helps me create better content for you. So not only are you saving money by going to subscription, you're consistent with your content. It helps me create better content in the future. Um, and and it, it's just all around greater value. And we can get you prepared for different holidays or different uh, times of year. So it's a win-win situation for a business who they know they're going to need more content. Let's just not beat around the bush about it and let me get that whole bag you know what i'm saying like let me get that whole check from from you know this idea so um yeah that that's janitorial companies especially big ones they spend a lot of money in headshots is huge right the headshots is huge for their website so those are things that uh those upsells can be layups man Hey, Ty, this is Josh. Um, this yeah. is my second time on here. I'm a new guy. So, oh, yeah. Welcome, Josh. Uh, sorry. sorry, I was uh, running late. I had church tonight. So, um, But uh, anyway, I was just uh, wanting to ask, could you back up again and where you were talking about the first hour being the base rate of 30%? I, I, I missed that part. So I, I go into it a lot in detail in module one. And the thing is, your first, your first hour is usually 30 to 60% of your pay. That way, it protects you. One, it present it to the client, right? They don't know about day rate. They don't know about none of that stuff, right? They just want to hire you and want to know what it costs. So to the client, what they're getting in that first hour of, of, of base pay, right? That's typically where I'm talking about the image quality and stuff. We're going to shoot it in 4K. Let's say hypothetically. Let's say if it's 1080p. They don't, they don't care. But I'm listing this here, right? For the, for the price of the first hour, we're going to come out, set up, you're going to get 1080p at 30 frames per second. Now, you're going to get single cam or the base rate is higher if I do multi-cam. So all of that is included in that first hour. Build and tear down is what's included in that base rate. Plus, you got additional hours. So if a client say, well, you know, our first interview is at 9, we can't get John off the phone to do his interview until 12. I know I'm charging you from 9 to 12 base rate plus those hours, you know what the price is going to be. We'll probably go over that a little bit because, John, we got to take some time to record John. But you, you, the client has an idea that makes sense. 
I never give my client one price for a project because it don't make sense. Well, what if I want to add this? Well, how do you divide it up to make it make sense to the client? Well, that's funny. We want to shoot at this one place and now it's up 3000 just because we want to do this. You know what I'm saying? So when you make it make sense for a client, they can put the pieces together. Now, in, the mod, in module one, I even talk about how that base rate may change based on multiple camera angles, multiple people that you're bringing. Are we adding a drone? Are we doing study cam? Like that base rate fluctuate depending on the size of my staff and the tools that I need. So that's why when you talk to a client and you're starting to learn that, oh, we need to shoot over multiple days with well, those base rates per day. I need a three-man crew on the second day, a two-man crew on the first day, a four-man crew on the fourth day. So now I know how to sit down with that base rate for each amount of people in our crew and, and come up with a price where when I present it to my client, they like, oh, it's four people here on Monday. That's why that base rate is higher than Tuesday when we only got two people on set. But Tuesday, you're here longer because y'all got more work to do. You know what? Maybe I'll take four people on both days so that we can get through it quicker. So things like that, clients look at, and it makes, like, when you ain't got to go and pitch to them, and all right, and the price, when they can look at it, and, and it makes sense, and they can take it to their boss, and it makes sense, and he could take it to his boss, and it makes sense, they'll sign off on checks quick. If you got to be there to pitch why why this price went from 2000 to 4000 and it don't make sense, you're going to confuse them and possibly lose the sale. Making it make sense, just like when you go to McDonald's, they tell you the price of extra pickles. They tell you the price of extra extra onions. They tell you the price of another patty. They don't give you a snowball price. This is this is a double cheeseburger. This is a single. You know what I'm saying? Like they make it make sense. So that way they're not making assumptions. You're not making assumptions. And when they do the math, it adds up. Whenever they can break it down and do the math, it, when you go buy a car, that's why they give you the, the itemized bill. Yeah, a Mustang GT is forty thousand, but what looks better is seeing that the base car is twenty eight five. You added leather for eight hundred. You added a, a manual for two hundred to a two thousand. You got the the good upgrade tires. Like it makes sense to you as to why your Mustang is forty eight thousand and somebody else's is thirty eight thousand. Instead of just saying two Mustang GTs one thirty eight and one forty. Now you got to investigate that this one got leather and this one don't. Or why is he got the sport package? Or like, what do he got? That's why you want to itemize it. Because any big purchases you ever make in life is itemized. You buy a house, it's itemized. You know what your closing cost is. You know what the cost of the house is. You know what the taxes are. Anything big is itemized. You don't. People don't feel comfortable spending a lot of money and it's just a blurb and a big price. They want it itemized. And... When you itemize it, if you go over their budget, instead of them saying, no, I don't want to do business with you, they'll say, can I take this off? Can we take that off? I really don't have a budget. Or, you know, and, and, and vice versa. Their budget may be a certain amount, but if they know adding onions is another 60 cents, I may do it. I may go over my budget because it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? It makes sense for me to go over my budget because I can see where my money's going. So that's why itemizing is, is a big game changer when it comes to your proposals to your client. And keep in mind, the, pro the person that you may be submitting a proposal to may not be the decision maker. 
So that proposal needs to sell without you. You, The last thing you want is this person taking something to the decision maker saying, it's 5,000. I don't know why it's 5,000. It's just 5,000. And then that decision maker saying, hey, what if we shoot another day? What is that going to be? I, I don't know. I got to go back and ask them. Hopefully we can, uh, I got to go back and see what that would cost. So itemize it. Submit a, a legitimate proposal to a client where they can add to And I'll tell you this, and I'll get ready to wrap. I'll tell you this. That is the art of submitting a $500 proposal and coming back with a $10,000 client. Especially if you want something like Thumbtack. Especially like, like submitting a proposal that's low, that has the potential to go higher. That's the key to it. Having a proposal where they can just click and check. And a company that does this well, and this company I use a lot, is Apple. What they tell you, iPhones start at two forty nine. Not when you get the bigger screen and get the iPhone Pro Max and you add twenty eight gigabytes to it. Now you're spending fifteen hundred dollars. That's how they get you. It works every single time. Domino's say you can get a medium one topping pizza for five ninety nine. What you do? You add bacon to it. You add pineapples to it. They don't tell you to add all of that stuff. They make it available. You add it. Now your five ninety nine pizza twelve dollars. Your budget was probably $6, but you're like, I, I splurged two extra dollars for some pineapples. I splurged two extra dollars for some bacon. I got it. What's up? So, and you get there and your piece of $12 and you're not, you're not mad. But if I would have asked you your budget, you would have told me $6. That's why I don't do the budget approach. I'm going to give you reasons to, to make you spend what I want you to spend. And if I give you good enough reasons, you're going to do it. But, it goes back to being niche because what's a good reason for your client is not a good reason for another client. You know what I'm saying? What's a good reason for a janitorial service may not be a good reason for a dentist. That's why it's so important that you, you live within your niche and you know who your audience is. You know what I'm saying? Some people, when, when girls buy cars, they don't care about a V6 or a V8. They don't. They just like, yeah, I'll take it. As a guy, you probably care about a V6 or a V8. It's important to you. I want the growl. I want the V8. I see a lot of girls buy V6 Mustangs and they 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 think they got the fast one. And they don't know. Because they're just they just that's just not what's important to them. Vice versa, there are girls who spend hundreds of dollars on makeup that we will walk by and be like, what? Even if if your if your girl sent you to the store to get makeup, you will walk past this makeup. And she know exactly what it is, why it costs more, why it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, they get it. So, different strokes for different folks. That's why it's so important that you understand who you're selling to. And you can build your your pricing, you know, to accommodate them or where it makes sense for them. But that's my rant on pricing. I ain't going to keep you all all day. Uh, my allergies is killing me, too. You probably can hear my nose. Uh, I'm sounding like a trombone over here. It's all good. Still human. Um, so, yeah. So, we, again, we're going we're gonna to do this again next week. I want to make sure that uh, I want to also thank Ricky for being a part of the show today. We're going to probably bring him on more often. I know, uh, you know, people have been asking about more photography and sports photography. We got some changes that's coming. We got some things that I'm working on, um, you know, to give. to do, Again, my goal is always to do more for gold members and to grow this thing and to find ways that I can continue to help you guys and you guys can continue to help each other grow the community. 
um, and get the information you need to be successful. So we're going to definitely do that. Got some new faces in here. I want to say what's up to the new faces. I see y'all. I don't, don't think I don't see y'all. I'm watching. I see y'all in here. You know, I want to appreciate y'all for, for being a part of the gold membership. And this is, you know, this is what it's about. Rubbing elbows and, uh, you know, kind of help you get some experience and get more experience so you can skip the line and kind of grow your business. So um, with that being said, I'm going to ask y'all to be safe. We're going to do it again this time next week. Different topic. But we're going to, you know, we're going to chop it up. All right? Everybody like, yeah. yeah. Y'all be safe. I'll see y'all next week. You've been listening to Content and Cash Plus, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Stay up to date at flashfilmacademy.com. As always, be inspired, be creative, be profitable.